So obviously we're just moments away from the nationwide vigils and protests against retail crime. Uh, Plan to take place outside dairies and Labour MPs' offices. And all of this comes after the murder of 34-year-old Janik Patel outside the Rose Cottage Dairy in Sandringham last Wednesday, which has prompted quite extensive debate about retail crime in this country. And in this half week of debate about crime, we've seemingly talked about almost every aspect of crime in New Zealand without touching one of the major factors behind what happened on Wednesday. A lot of people automatically assume this is part of the Ram Raid fad that has taken hold over this year in New Zealand, that it was the theft of cigarettes and vapes, uh, which have gained a new transactional value due to their high price due to the taxes imposed upon them that was causing this, that the offenders were youth who have no fear of consequence from the New Zealand police or justice system, and that this crime was spurred on by a government that is portrayed as soft on crime. Well, as we found out in the fullness of time, a lot of this was not true. The alleged offender was 34, his accomplice 42, so these weren't kids. Obviously, it was not a ram raid. They were after the cash register, not the ciggies. There has been a consequence as the alleged offenders have been caught and charged. Uh, We've found out that Rose Cottage, in fact, has a long history of violent crime associated with it that predates this government including being hit two months in a row in 2016. And in one of those incidents, it was an armed robbery, but it never caused the impact that this one has. But most tellingly, we have discovered over the course of the weekend that the alleged offender was deported from Australia. Now, the grounds for his deportation from Australia cannot be reported for legal reasons, but he joins a long list of deportees returned to New Zealand that have gone on to cause havoc and to change the face of crime in this country. The 501 strategy of deporting New Zealanders on bad character assessments, that's been happening since 2016. Deportation of Australia, well, New Zealanders, people who hold New Zealand passports because they committed a crime, has been happening forever. Now, since 2016, 3,000-odd holders of New Zealand passports have been sent back to this country. Once here, they have boosted gang numbers. Once here, they have brought a new level of organization and violence to the gangs. Once here, those 3,000 have committed over 8,000 offenses, and more than a third of those offenses have been violent. It's been said, and it's true, we have been used as a rubbish bin. And the Aussies know it, which is why Peter Dutton famously called their policy taking the trash out. The 34-year-old alleged offender had been deported from Australia and killed Jan- allegedly killed Janet Patel. So look, there's a new government in Australia which is now in place that is more sympathetic to New Zealand. So the question is, does this mean the mass importation of criminals raised in Australia who do hold a New Zealand passport might stop? Well, as fate would have it, the Australian Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, was on Q&A yesterday, being interviewed. And she said that while they were looking at the treatment of New Zealanders in Australia, the 501 deportation policy wasn't going anywhere because it is an important national security policy for their country. So the mass importation of hardened criminals trained in another country will continue. 
And in my opinion, it is the biggest driver of a perceived rise in crime in this country. And the tragedy is we are powerless to resist.